Okay, you were saying, what were you saying? Well, okay, so I know we, so Jay, yeah, it was just you and I. I think Matt did it once as well, where we did the, like, uh, what would your, like, current, if your current skills were thrown into, like, the NBA, what would you be in 2K? You know, we did that that one time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bob asked me something the other day, because we were watching the uh, Blazers. By, by the way, we were we were so uh, complimentary of ourselves. <laughs> I think I, mean, I, I think I rated myself a 77, uh, which basically oh, made Derrick Rose. I was like a 72, I believe. I, I, think, I think we're both like solid no, no, no. 20s, probably. No, wait, we specifically said 66 because that's the name of that episode, Solid 66. Maybe. It might yeah, be I, Solid I just 77s. Or solid seventies, something like yeah. solid something. But either way, I think we're solid twenties. I'm I'm like the guy who doesn't have an actual photo of him. It's the just the computer generated photo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're the guy whose name is like, uh, like, Kentavious Lee. You have pink <laughs> braids for some reason. Right. And I'm white. Right. Yeah, white I have pink yeah. braids. I'm white. My name is Kentavious. That is my right. favorite. About that game with like the, yeah. the make believe like draft classes. <laughs> like, yo, come on, come on, two K people, figure it out. Like, uh, just figure sorry. it out. The thing that so we were watching the Pacers versus uh, um, Blazers, and Sabonis came out. And Bob made the wonderful comment of, "Who's that player, boy?" Um, and I was, like, <laughs> I was like, "He's." A, I told him he's a very good player, and like how he was the son of Arvidas Sabonis, right? And which, and then like I showed him a picture of Arvidas and like told him about him. A little bit and he was he was amazed at the fact that he was seven foot three um and i was like yeah he's a big dude and bob asked me a question that i'm gonna ask you two now if you guys were seven three but same exact basketball skills that you have right now just in a seven foot three body you ran the same you shot the same, everything else is the same but now you're just seven foot three and whatever that's I, c- I could play in the nba yeah, I, could, I could play in the NBA. I think I, I could. could I could easily. If I was seven foot three, I could easily play in the NBA. Easily. I can't allow that. That's no easily. I, it's not. Easily. It just doesn't. You could work play that in the way. NBA too. You could play in the NBA too. That's just not how it works. No, you could, dude. You can't teach height. They uh, will take you based on that. If you can shoot decently, which both of us are 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 fine. Both of us can finish around the basket. That's a nice thing you ever said. I, I am. I am seven. I am. If I am seven foot three. Hell yeah, dude! I'm I'm playing elite. If I'm seven foot three, I'm playing elite. If I still have my, I'm not like gangly and like can't. If I'm not like stumbling around and I am legitimately seven feet three in in and still have the same sort of body control, the same knockdown shooting capability, <laughs> this I is, am playing in the league. This I'm is playing blas- in the league. This is blasphemy. It's just no. Just you're blasphemy. wrong. I'm playing. I'm, I'm in the league. Here's mine. I said yes, but I wouldn't be a star. I'm not stupid. I'm not gonna be a star. I could be a thon maker. Dude, I would legitimately be. I would. I would be a solid role player. I would. I would be in the league. Dude, the, yes. the level. The level of irrational confidence on this podcast is now. Here's the thing: when it was me, Nikki, and you're Matt, seven foot three. It, dude. It. I, the center at my school was seven foot two. He didn't even make it to summer camp. Like he just oh, didn't make a summer camp, bro. Jordan never made. Jordan, like that was my boy. I used to party with him. He had no chance. He was seven two, and he had pretty I'm, good I, footwork. Dude, I'm, I'm playing in the league. He had really good. He had really good footwork, and, and he could shoot the three. He could shoot the three. Like you're not gonna convince me otherwise. I'm, I'm man, in the league. Dog. He shot like he shot, he shot like thirty five percent from three point range. His entire college career was seven foot two and had good footwork. 
and you didn't even make it to a summer camp roster. I'm, There's no dude, I'm, way. I'm, I'm playing. It I'm doesn't in the, just I'm look in, I'm in the league, dude. I'm in the league. The le- the like, I, I recently just signed a four-year, $32 million deal. I'm, I'm in the league. I'm cashing checks, bro. When it was just me, Matt, and Nikki, like, Nikki was the only irrational confidence guy on this podcast. Like, now here's the thing. It's good because this is a back- basketball podcast. Every, every team needs one. Here's the thing. You can have a championship team with one irrational confidence guy. You can't have a championship team with two irrational confidence guys. You guys are ridiculous. The irrational confidence in this podcast is just, there's just too much hubris here. I can't hear you over the shoe deal. I can't hear you over the shoe deal. I know that's false, Bob. I just called you Bob. You call me Bob, you son of a bitch. Did you show me your di- are you showing me your dick? What is that for? <laughs> no, I I, I, I forgot to plug my computer. <laughs> I'm doing I, was like, right now. I was like, I, I said hubris, and I'm like, oh nice. Now he's showing me his dick. Right, Fantastic. No, um, I'll uh, show you hubris. Oh, brother. <laughs> okay, I take just, I take that irrational confidence thing and I raise you this. Uh the 2008 Celtics <laughs> had Kevin Gardet and Rajon Rondo and Paul Pierce, those were all very, those are people who have a lot of confidence. They're good players. Don't get me wrong. Good? Good? Did you say good Andy players? Did you say that's good? That's a man full of confidence. Did you say that? I'm sorry. Did you say that Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and Ray Allen were good players? Rajon Rondo. Not Ray you, Allen, does, Ray Allen does not have a ridiculous. Ra- Rajon Rondo, Rajon Rondo is a Good player. They're all very good players. I know. They're, I'm just saying. Uh, Hall I, of Fame level. I know. I know what you're making, but like irrational confidence guys are like Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford is an irrational. Jamal Crawford is one of thirteen from I, the floor and is pulling up from deep. I think irrational, uh, irrational Crawford guys. Now you got me saying fucking irrational Crawford. Like irrational thinking players. Like irrational confidence guys are guys like Dion Waiters when he was in on the thunder mm-hmm. like jr smith everywhere like <laughs> there's guys like that like remember eddie robinson nikki who played for the bulls yeah. like that's eddie house eddie house yeah eddie eddie house could get hot though like eddie yeah, house one of those guys just guy like, that would just he would fire swaggy p swaggy p is an irrational confidence guy yeah. it's like dude you have no reason to feel like you can hit these like you're just not playing well tonight and also haven't been playing well the whole season just pass the ball there's those are irrational confidence guys those, if like, I was seven foot three, I would be in the NBA right now. It's just, I just, I, can't, I don't even know. I can't, I, was, I can't hear you. I just signed a, I can't hear you over the shoe deal I just signed. I don't I even say, know where to be. If I was seven three, I'd be setting picks and cashing checks. I'm good to go. <laughs> good Catch Lord. Catch me on that. Dude, I would, I would be, look, I'm not trying to pretend that I would be a great player, but Andre Bargnani, Sure. Good. That's a good apt oh comparison. I would be. Oh I would be Andre Bargnani. Yeah. I can't. Like your oh, yeah. head is. It no. doesn't fit in my computer screen. It's so that's the ridiculous. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh God. Why, would, why did I come back? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Welcome. Oh back. yeah. You're alive. Haha. <laughs> 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 ha. I'm like Jesus. Uh, hey everybody. Wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm an irrational confidence guy. You compared yourself to the son of God. Yeah. 
you're right. I'm more like God because I'm the father of this podcast. Um, anywho, Ooh, uh, this is like what do we this we, we we stop calling this NBA and just call, start calling it like the Holy Trinity or some shit. <laughs> and, and be, yo, we just call it NBA Yahweh. That's it. It's over. It's over. Just run with it. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, y'all. This is episode 85 of NBA, the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk shit. Like when Tad says he can make it to the NBA if he was just a little bit taller. And where I compare myself to Jesus Christ himself. Uh, <laughs> I am your host, Jake Hilez. Um, all the way from the, the, the very, very east side of Chicago. Introduce yourself, Mr. Mr. Hall. Hey, it's Tad. I don't have an AKA this week because I kind of wasn't prepared. I'm done with, I'm <laughs> done with AKAs. I'm taking no, a break not, from AKAs. Not, not, uh, not, sorry, I shouldn't say, like, I wasn't unprepared um for the podcast I, I i read up the show notes i did all that stuff i was just unprepared i kind of forgot that i needed to have an, the an thing AK. is is like nikki's kind of the resident punter on the team and uh you know when you got when you've got mj and you're john paxson you pass the ball you pass the i ball. do i want to i want to say this real quick um Nikki and I last week I, I actually wanted to talk about this, but since we recorded so late in the evening, I actually completely forgot uh up front at the beginning of the episode. Last week was episode eighty-four. Um, so shouts to my man Ron Baker. If Ron Baker can be in the league and I was seven foot three, I could definitely be in the league. Uh he's wearing that number this season. And also shouts to one of my favorite players of all time, Chris Weber, who wore number eighty four in two thousand seven. So, um, I would also like to, now that I've cleared that up, uh, shouts to episode number 85, which will here to forth be known as the Baron Davis episode. Uh, oh, he wore, shit. He wore that number in Cleveland and I think the next season in New York. Yeah. You can fact check me. I think you're but right. I know he wore it in Cleveland. And then I, I believe the next season he wore it in New York. So, Baron Davis is, I was thinking about this the other day. Baron Davis is one of those guys. And you are absolutely correct. He wore it in New York and Cleveland. Wow, eighty-five. Yeah, Back in the I remember when. Yeah, I like. I, I couldn't remember if he actually wore it in New York, but I knew he wore it in Cleveland. <clears throat> it's um, arguably my favorite point guard of all time. He was. It, there was a period there. There was a period there where it's just like, oh man, like Baron Davis is one of the, if not the best, top five point guards in the league for a for a good period of time um and he's just another one of those like what could have been had he not had back injuries and other injuries guys um like what i don't know stayed in in la and stay re-signed with the clippers when they signed baron davis what if that's yeah. what i'm saying like that that clippers team would have been incredible like really 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 good and like it was crazy because like when they signed him from golden state that was like his that was like the Clippers like, oh, we're finally taking shit serious moment where they went after Baron Davis and then that just kind of like fizzled. Yeah. Um but yeah, I was just he was one of my favorite players. I remember I used to read articles about like how he started to jump higher because he used to wear fucking these weird ass shoes and shit. So I started wearing weird ass <laughs> shoes. It did not work. Uh it did not work. Uh all the way from the West Coast, Hollywood, Hollywood, Nikki, introduce yourself, sir. It's Nikki Keyless, aka Hollywood Nikki, aka John Snackson, aka Boo Berry Davis. Ooh, very nice. All right, those are good. Very nice. 
You, uh, I had time because you guys, you guys gave me player names, and I was like, okay, true. I can come up with food name. Gave it to you. Gave it to you. Um, I also was gonna say uh, this one's not gonna work as well because his nickname is Ja, but Jaleel Okafor. And I was like, uh, Yahweh Okafor, but uh, <laughs> it's just not where you're yeah, at, bro. Yeah, it's you were not where that, that was a bad she, one. She, I knew it. Um, well, cool, man. Guys, the playoffs are coming fast and ferociously, and, uh, there, and there are a lot of topics surrounding the playoff teams so i wanted to start today by talking about the cj mccollum injury because it happened last week um one of those weird injuries where um like it was a contact injury but it was one of those injuries where like it wasn't clear what it was like when somebody rolls an ankle or like 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 a gordon hayward type injury you're just like immediately oh shit that's serious when they just like hit the floor and can't get back up or like hit the floor and like and immediately start grimacing in pain that's the type of shit where you're like oh like how deep is this injury um and he even said it like after he came out the floor like something doesn't feel right like i'm that was like some of the worst pain i've ever felt in my life um the reports that came out recently this week are saying he's probably only gonna be out a couple weeks um which is great for Portland. However, I guess my question is, and, and really where I wanted to start today's conversation, because it's another injury for another playoff team, is like, um, how important is CJ McCollum to the success of the Trailblazers as it pertains to their playoff run? I mean, right now they sit at fourth in the Western Conference, and, uh, and we'll talk about this other team here shortly, but like San Antonio is like right, right at their heels. Um, but in any case, I, yeah, I digress. Go San Antonio, by the Dude, way. We, we've definitely got to talk about the Spurs, but like, uh, and I'm sure we will because there's a lot of good playoff topics here. But like, what were your first reactions when you saw that CJ McCollum had gone down? Uh, I, I'm going to go for, first real quick if you're cool with it. Uh, the only thing I was thinking. No, I'm not. So let me start making my point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, when, when I first, I didn't, I, saw, I didn't see the injury, I just heard about it. Uh, and as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh shit i was like don't please don't get swept again like i like portland a lot i i enjoy watching that team play right uh, and so i was just like i would like that i want them to go to the next round but I, i'm glad to hear that the, it's not a serious injury but i just i think they might lose in the first round again well right and right now i mean they're slotted to play the spurs in the first round mm-hmm. regardless regardless of where they finish unless they like really rise up or really fall down so like they're kind of like they're slotted in to play the spurs and the spurs are the hottest team in basketball right now they've won 11 straight like they are playing out of this world their rotations are crisp they're playing good defense they're scoring well like they're getting hot at the right time and portland just lost cj mccollum um so i mean tad i mean what what were your thoughts when you when you saw the injury not good not good bob it's not good at all. Good. Um, Solid take. No, I was on. I saw it on Twitter. Um, I saw that he, he was injured on Twitter, and then somebody posted the video. And my initial reaction was, "Oh, uh, that's a torn something." Right. Because like any time a guy goes down, like I, when I tore my meniscus in high school, like I, like I didn't fully tear it. It was like it was fine, but it was literally just me like doing a little like hop thing. That was yeah. it. Yeah. It was. It was fine. I could. I could run on mine. And right. Go, I didn't have to, I didn't have to have anything done to it. Nothing bad happened, Yeah, but it was just like this weird little pop and there's a little discomfort. And then like, that was it. Right? Yeah. It's a, it's unfortunate. Cause like he had had a nice stretch of games too, before that injury. Like, I mean, he was averaging like 32, eh, 28 points a game over that stretch and was shooting like over 50% from the field. Like was having a really, really nice stretch there um, in the month of March. And, and now like, you know, against the Spurs goes down with, you know, you know, 23 minutes into the game and just, um, 
yeah, just like, it's just not great. Like you don't love to see that for a guy that like, I love CJ McCollum. Like I like him as a, as a basketball player. I like him as a dude. I used to listen to his podcast. Like he's a, he's a really cool guy. and like a good NBA player. Um, but this begs the question too. So like Nikki, Nikki could kind of mentioned like, you know, last year they got swept by the Pelicans and you're looking at this season and like Portland's got a lot of choices to make. Like we, I interviewed Sean, uh, Sean Hyken, um, I think he writes for the athletic or maybe bleacher report. Nonetheless, like we talked about the Portland trailblazers last year after they got swept. And it's just like that, even at that point we we're like, maybe they should trade CJ and like start this thing over or maybe even trade Dame, like figure something out. Cause like, it's just, it's, you're going to keep recycling this. Dame. I legit think See, I, Dame's not going anywhere. I think they, I think if this doesn't happen, uh, the thing is the West is wide open. I mean, until you run True. into the, until you run into the Warriors and honestly, and if you are a Western conference team, your best hope right now is either to gather assets, which I guess they could do if they traded one of those guys or hope to God that your core stays intact long enough to outlast the Warriors. Cause at yeah. some point those guys, like people are going to leave. Like we talked about this on an earlier episode. You were not present, but Nikki and my cousin and I discussed yes. this. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that injury is devastating. He's one of my favorite players. He is one <laughs> of my favorite players to watch. Yeah. I, I really like him. And they're good. They're legitimately good. Like they could make they could make a run. They will not now. I mean, like the thing is, there is not one team that is going to be in the playoffs in the Western Conference that I do not think is capable of right. beating every other Western Conference team, except for the except for the Warriors. I don't think anybody can beat the Warriors. Yeah. But, I mean, the one the one saving grace for Portland is like since picking up Venus Cantor, he's terrible on the defensive end, but that guy can get you buckets. And like CJ McCollum was the number two scoring option on that team. Uh, and they didn't really have much more after that. Like nobody really in their in their in their top, like in their starting five, like is really much of a scorer. Who? A little bit. Nurkic. Nurkic has been great. Yeah. Nurkic has been great. But here's the thing with Nurkic, is he is not battle tested, and he is he, he the the dude is combustible. Like he will break down mentally if when when push comes to shove. Like he just. He's been shown to do that time and time and time again. Like yeah. in the playoffs, he's soft. He's, he's Euro soft. He's, he's Euro soft mentally. Like he's tough physically, but he gets rattled so easily. Yeah, that's and I mean, playoffs, some, of Euro, some of those Euro guys are just are, are like that. That's what I'm saying. Like you got to keep your shit together, and he has shown that he doesn't have the capacity to do so, and yeah. that concerns me when you're going into the playoffs. I, uh, this is sort of on topic, but a little off. Myers Leonard is proof that if I was seven foot three, I could play in the NBA. Not, Miles Leonard is a very good three point shooter and is agile. Stop, dude. But I'm in shape. You when I'm are in shape not my legs Miles don't die. Leonard, dude. Okay, I'm, cool. So let's. I just want to let's just take a step back here. If you were seven foot three and in perfect shape and could shoot threes really well, if I'm playing in the NBA, I'm obviously in shape. Sure, sure. Yeah, like. Come on! Yeah. If I'm if I'm seven foot three and I have a legitimate shot to play in the league, like I'm in shape. Yeah, I, would, I, I'm I'm slowly you, uh, working myself back into shape right now. I've I've sure. lost I've lost twenty two pounds. Sure, hey, yeah. And I'm sure if like if Larry Bird played in 2019, he would be taking a hit from a jewel on the bench too, right? Yeah, totally. 
as he takes another hit from the jewel. Uh, in any case, it's sad. I've got like four different <laughs> little pods right here because I'm out until mine come in tomorrow, and I'm like a fucking fiend over here, are, just like trying to suck every really last are. little bit. Really out are. Every uh, every gram of smoke is just like just being pulled. It's not smoke, bro. It's just water vapor. Oh, water. Thank you. Uh, the water. It's like a vapor. syrupy thing in there. It's, um, um, yum. <laughs> That's awful. Um, so you guys are are you guys of the opinion that if if Portland has another bad showing in the playoffs this year that they shouldn't blow it up? It is hard to say. I mean, I don't think they're going very far anyways with the current core because of the Warriors. And when the Warriors finally do go away, they might be able to make a good push, but I don't know if they'll make it to the finals with what they got right now. I think you see I think you see what other teams do in the offseason. I, I agree. I agree. Like they added some interesting pieces during the offseason, like they, like during the season when people started like like releasing guys or like there were trade opportunities. Like they went out, they got Scalab Labissier, they got Enos Cantor, they got Rodney Hood. Like see, like Seth Curry has been a good player for them this season. Uh, I wish they would play Zach Collins more. Zach Collins is so fucking good, and for whatever reason, they keep giving his minutes to like Myers Leonard or like fucking like honestly evan turner as far as i'm concerned like evan turner is my doppelganger that dude should never play another minute for the portland trailblazers i don't care how much he's getting paid that dude should not you, you look you look just like him we I look just, very I, much I, like I, him. I i i have never considered that because evan turner is not a guy that uh like i think about a lot sure but who does um, uh uh, evan turner is one of those guys who like 10 years from now somebody's gonna met and i'm gonna be like damn <laughs> fuck man fucking evan turner remember fucking evan turner i'm like Dude. that's a name i haven't thought about in years it's, um yeah i, I mean the saddest I just, thing is, oh go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say like the saddest thing to me is the blazers like their current roster and obviously like i realize the game is different now than what i'm about to say but like with their current roster this blazers team is legitimately a contender in the front half of this decade. Like, from 2010 to 2013, 14. Oh, for sure. This team, this team is, a, is a contender. But the go. unfortunate reality is that the, warrior, the Warriors exist. Well, and, like, I, I mean, speaking of fucking Evan Turner, Evan Turner is the oldest player on the Trailblazers roster. How old is he? What is he, 32? He's 30. Him and I graduated high school the same year. That's a very young team. Yeah. That's why, like, the question of, like, should they blow it up? Like, now, keep in mind, like, Dame is 28. Like, As it, Dame's Dame, is, Dame, is, Dame is 28. CJ is 27. Like, but Nurkic is young. Alpha Rook uh, feels like he's been in the league forever. He's, he's only 28. 20. Like, yeah, Zach Collins is 21. I, like, Mark, like, Mark Hart, he's 25. Like, I feel yeah. like half of the Blazers team are made of guys who you're like, wait. No, aren't they like in their mid to late thirties? And you're like, no, they're all very. Young. They've, they've got they've got a young team. Like fucking Jake Lehman is 25. Like I mean, he's okay, but like I was sad. They've, the they've got a they've got a young team. So like, and it's another one of those like they're another one of those like mid market type teams where like if they hold on to CJ and and Dame and bring it like and like and if they got CJ, they've got Dame, they've got Nurkic. You know, I love Alfa Camino. I think he's a perfect four for them. It's like he can play small. He can guard multiple positions. He shoots a three fairly well, not great. Um, they've got a lot more bench depth this year than they have in past years, which made them a strong candidate for, like, a good run in the playoffs. This CJ injury just hurts them, man. Yeah. I, I, actually, I actually 
Last year, I was like, blow it up. It's fucking over. Just blow it up. This year, I'm of the opinion. It's just like, let's ride this shit out. Because, like, the Warriors, their dynasty is coming to an end. So, like, yeah. you're, you still got a pretty young core. Nobody's really hit their prime yet. Like, Dame is fucking amazing. But, like, nobody's really hit their prime yet. And CJ honestly had a pretty down season. Like, run, run with this one more time. Maybe for, like, another two years. Run with it and then explode. Then just I completely, I completely um, agree. With that being said, they also have ownership that, that is willing to spend money. They're not yeah, gonna true, like. True. I mean, they're not gonna. They're not gonna spend like stupid money. But like, like the, they're not the Lakers. Like, they're not gonna. But they're, they'll they'll spend money if they have a chance to compete. For yeah. sure, for they're sure. Not the Lakers, but they're also not like the Bulls. The Bulls right. Yes. Money. Um, no Chicago team is a fan of. Spain. <laughs> yeah, the White Sox are. They want to spend money. They just nobody they wants want to take to, it. You know, nobody wants to be there. <laughs> nobody the wants their money. The Cubs spent money in order to win. A World Series, so they did. Yeah. Um, another injury that occurred this week that's a little bit more major. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon went down with an injury, and my understanding is that he's going to be out for like a month or two, um, if, if not more. It's a bit more of a severe injury, um, and it really, really hurts the Bucks. Um, they don't really have a main ball handler besides Eric Bledsoe now. Like yes, Giannis, Giannis, but no Giannis. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know I what mean. I mean? Yeah, you, but you know what I mean. Like, yes, they have Giannis, but not really. Um, they also lost Miritich. Well, yeah, he's he, but he's he'll be back. Like, he's not gonna be he's not gonna be out nearly as long as as Brogdon's yeah. back. Like, he'll be back soon. But like, their big problem now is like, Brogdon was the playmaker in their starting five, and they could swap him out, and they could play some like small ball lineups and some like larger lineups where you could you could play him at the two or you could play him at the one. Um, and it worked like you could play him next to Bledsoe or you could have him run the offense on the second unit. And now you lose that. And like, when you look at their roster, like the only other dude on their roster who is a point guard is <laughs> Dante DiVincenzo. Like yeah. it's time for De- like Delaware Jordan to do his thing because like Brogdon's going to be out for a while, man. And this really hurts the bucks. Now here's the one, here's the one caveat. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you look at their roster. It's like, who is going to take the ball handling duties now that Brogdon's out? Like he's going to be out for a while. He's going to be out for a while. Between Giannis and Bledsoe, just more. And then just someone's going to have to fucking figure it out. I have concerns about that. Cause even in like the, in the free agent market of people that got released, like they just loaded up on big man again. Yeah. Like, I mean, you look at their entire roster and, like, they don't really have another, like, reliable point guard. They just don't. I, re- I reserve the right to use this injury as a reason to no, avoid No, 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 no. I was literally just about to say, I was like, the one the one silver lining here is that Tad's definitely going to dress up as a, as a Raptor now. That's not fair. It's just going to, hey, man, this is, this, is, this is how the cookie crumbles sometimes, bro. You're going to have to dress up. You're going to have to dress up like a dinosaur. And guess Yo, what? Also, I'm going to make you go rawr in front of the fucking <laughs> Chicago theater, okay? It's going to be amazing. I can't fucking wait. You're going to dress up as a dinosaur, and I'm going to get the entire sales team to come and watch. Guys, let's go take a look. Let's go. We're, we're, doing, we're doing it on a weekend, and I hope <laughs> to, that people's weekend plans do not include. Okay, okay. But no, I'm, you're right. I'm, I love, sure. I'm a man of my word. It's I know you are. Word. I know you Listen, I, I would have I would have dressed up as a deer, but the reality is is that this injury hurts the Bucks and it hurts their playoff potential and their their playoff their playoff run. And you can dress up like a dinosaur, man. It's fine. I'll I'm do it. So my, my 
when I was a little kid I, and I was in preschool, I, I got asked what I wanted to be when I grew up and I said a dinosaur. So, I mean, dreams come true, my man. It's live my dream. Look at you. You know what? No, I'm not out. I'm not out. Uh, I'm not out. Okay. I'm not out. Okay. I got faith. I got yeah. faith. Dude, Giannis is going to start scoring 40 a game. Maybe. Um, Honestly, he might. He legitimately might. Oh, he will. He's going to um, go off. He's not going to let this derail them. This is way more devastating than. Oh, they've got George Hill. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, they have George Hill. Kind of yeah. forgot he sucks, but I mean, he's been okay. Yeah, looking at as Sterling Brown, might be or Tim Frazier is one of their. Nah, guards. Sterling Brown's a big, like he's a shooting guard, but he's like he's like six seven. Like he's a he's not a, he's not gonna he's not a ball handler. Like they they legitimately don't have another ball handler, and like I said, Dante Dante Divincenzo is gonna have to pull out his March Madness takes again. I mean, it's that time of year. Who knows? Maybe he's got it in his blood. I would be Maybe he's got it in him. Who fucking knows? And March, um, it's, I'm I'm always curious, like, because March Madness obviously starts tomorrow. I'm fucking. I'm always I'm always Man, I curious. Both games yesterday to see who the player is that just shoots up draft boards strictly because of how they play. It, like oh. based on like recency bias, like, for sure. He was one of them. Trey Burke got drafted way higher than he ever should have based on oh, his March Madness performance. Mitch McGarry was a Mitch McGarry for sure. Nick Stauskas too. Like that was another one. I mean, yeah, these guys—they just shoot up draft boards. Remember, uh, remember Joe Alexander from West Virginia? Yeah, that was another one. It was just like he was like number seven in the draft. Like, yo, he's like six eight. He can shoot the rock. Like, he can move well with the ball. Got drafted and no, nothing. Fucking shit. Jimmer. Tyrus. Jimmer. Tyrus Thomas was another. Yeah, but Jimmer was like a season long story. That's Jimmer, true. He Jimmer went. wasn't just yeah, like with, what a uh, tournament. It was like um, player of the year. Jimmer, my favorite thing about Jimmer for debt was if you Googled him and searched him on like uh, Urban Dictionary, his Urban Dictionary definition was one who is in range when he steps off the bus. <laughs> <laughs> like Yo, did that. you see the fucking Suns are talking about signing him for the rest of the season? Dude, he Fuck is it, why not? rushing it in China, crushing it. If I'm yeah. him, I ain't leaving. Fuck right. the NBA. Why, why not? Make your money, bro. But yeah. this actually, so the, the talking about the bucks. Right next to Starbury. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I did not. I didn't mind. Did not mean to derail the conversation. No, what I was saying is way more, just way more devastating. The Bucks oh, are legitimate, legitimate contenders. I mean, they're 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 contenders. Well, and this gets me to the question that I was going to ask as like the next topic is like of like the top five teams in the let's say yeah let's say like the top four teams in the West and the East. Which teams do you think are most susceptible to an early round exit? Um, and on the flip side of that. If you had to pick a bottom seeded team to make a strong, like long run, who's your pick in the East and West? Um, so let's go first with like so the a team top, that's a top a top seeded team, team that you think has the potential to have an early exit. What's the top seed? Like top four? Yeah, so let's say top, top four. four right now. Top West, four. It's uh, Warriors, Nuggets, Rockets, Blazers. I mean. It's Bucks, Raptors, Sixers, and then in fourth place is the Pacers. I mean, I, in both cases, it's your. I mean, the Pacers, and and then in the in the West, it's. The- I really like that Pacers team, man. I really like that Pacers team. I, I do too. Even without Oladipo, their matchup, their matchup is the Celtics, dude. I mean, and see, it's not that I think the Celtics are particularly good. But like, I I think like my pick is Boston. Like that's my pick, but they're number five. Yeah, right, so sure, but it's like they're like a game behind Indiana, so like that could flip. I still consider them one of the top competitors in the East, even if we were to extend it to San Antonio in the West. Like, it's let's say there's top five, you know, there's what four, five teams, no, four teams left. Like, 
yeah. top or three teams left. Jesus, my man. Three teams left. Right now, right now, the Here, this is what I'm going to do. I think the Milwaukee Bucks will get upset by the Orlando Magic when the Orlando Magic sneak into the playoffs. the playoffs. They are, they're a fucking game back. Miami, game back. Miami is playing well. Miami is probably so is going Orlando. to. Orlando. We just won three in a row. Uh, Miami's probably going to leap Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn's probably going to keep that A spot. That's what I think is going to happen. And we I are think, 33 and 38, and I'm looking Miami at it. is 34 and 36, bro. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. That's 36 and 36. I think, um, I, think, enough, I think I actually think depending on where they land, I think the Nets could possibly end up uh pull, pulling up an upset. I do I love the Nets, man. I love the Nets. Remember when you shit on D'Angelo Russell and then the I take it back, I take it back, I take it back. He's been going off. I take it back. I've never been a big fan of his game, but like yo, game recognized game. Like he's playing really well. I can't say shit. But like <laughs> Milwaukee, like Milwaukee is a team. What? No, <laughs> what? I was gonna ask if you, I, I, what? I'm gonna get ripped for this. This is this is not good. What I'm about to say is not good. This is do never think, a good start. Do you think Magic Johnson regrets contracting a it's or trading D'Angelo Russell? <laughs> you sir, you. I mean, he survived the AIDS, the Lakers. So. <laughs> Like it might be D'Angelo Russell. You have a dark hole in your soul that needs to be filled with <laughs> love. I can't you breathe. poor, you poor, poor man. How could I, I you? I enjoyed the reasoning behind it, but did you guys see the meme the other day? It was what, uh, what would Liz say? What would, I don't know. <laughs> what would Liz say about such a terrible? She would, I know what she would say. She would say, "Oh, Tad Michael." <laughs> That's exactly what she would do. Man. Oh I my! I know your middle name was Michael, dude. Yeah. My name, like, other than my first name, like, uh, it's, <laughs> it's just generic white guy all wait, the way down. Wait, wait, say Tad Michael Hall. You you sound like an actor from like the, the the Rat Pack. Like you sound like an actor from like the Breakfast Club. That's what you sound like. You sound I like am. Somebody. Fun fact: My first name, uh, my full name is Thaddeus, but my, my everybody calls me Tad. I've been Tad my entire life. And the reason that my name is Tad because <sighs> uh, my mom. When she was pregnant with me, she used to watch uh, All My Children, which was a very popular So It still is very popular. Still, so very much so. Um, and there was a character on that show called Tad Martin. My dad really liked that name. So. <laughs> Jesus That's, Christ. Wow. Fucking um, white people, am I right? Fun, I agree. I, my name, I was what? originally supposed to be Michael, but my mom was like, no, there's too many of those. So That's at the true. last second, they were just like, ah, Nicholas. I don't know. Oh, my God. Do you guys <laughs> see the di- the... You guys see the dagger that Jimmy hit on Boston tonight? Mm-hmm. Did you also see it was that right the play right before that? Joel Embiid had a nice block. And I watched I watched most of that game, but I didn't And then I also saw that Marcus Smart got kicked out. He got ejected for pushing Joel Embiid. Yeah, by the way, Joel Embiid dropped thirty seven and twenty two, so mm-hmm. he's back. Um, yeah, that's why I said it depends on where the Nets fall because there was a point in time where third was uh, the Pacers and they were sixth and that was a matchup I felt they could win. Oh, I yeah. honestly I think the Nets could beat anybody in the East. I like it's, them. Dude. It's unlikely, but I think they could. I also yeah. think like as much as they're, I don't want to, they're good. They're young. They're unselfish. They're they're. I like them a lot. They're fun. They, yeah. It's oh, it's really fun. Interesting. Um, Nikki, you said so. You said. 
I got the the teens, the top seeds that would go away for me if they were to would also be the Pacers and the Blazers, and teams that could commit upsets. I think again the Jazz could do something, uh, although at the moment they would be playing against the Nuggets, so that'd be a hard something to do. And I also think the Nets, but again at the moment they would be going up against the Raptors. Now I want to be I want to be clear here. Like early exit doesn't mean first round. Like early exit could still mean second round. Like that's still early for a top team. I guess that's true. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be first round. Like, I think that Milwaukee has real potential to lose in the second round. It depends on... It depends on who they get in that matchup. It it, it also depends on when Brogdon comes back, and it depends on how he comes back. If he comes back. Right. If. I mean, that's that's, that's it. It's dependent on that. Like, if he doesn't come back or he doesn't um, come back... (laughs) But like, At like I, I just I don't I mean it's it, the thing is is like does does a does a Malcolm Brogdon ever really make or break your team? No, but he's such a key piece in this point, like in this in this case that like, dude, it hurts. It really truly hurts, especially yeah. when you have like I mean he 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 puts the ball in the hoop, you know, like nine times a night. So for, you know, yeah. 18, 18 yeah. points a game, right? Like he's a good player he, and he's a guy that like you develop game plans around. And now suddenly you got to fucking wing it on the fly when we are 99% of the way through the season. Yeah. I, I also think too, like, I know I mentioned Boston already. Like uh, I, I think like Indiana's lost three games in a row. They're not far behind losing two games in a row. Like, but they could pick, they could take over that four spot, and I think they could still lose to the Pacers in the first round. I just there's just something weird about that Boston team. It's just been a really weird season. On the West, however, I just can't shake the feeling of like not in the first round, not in the first round. Although, like as it currently stands, actually now the Jazz are in wait the Jazz are in seventh now. Jesus Christ, fucking yep. standings changed so fast. Oh, now. Every time I look, I'm like, oh, playoff picture changed. Yeah. Well, because they lost tonight. Um, but, like, if the playoffs were to start today, the Jazz are playing the Nuggets. I don't feel very strongly about the Nuggets. Oh, I do. I, I know that they're they're playing well. They're playing well. But they are not battle-tested in the playoffs. Jokic has been exposed recently with more athletic centers. Now, you're not going to face that with San Antonio. But, like, he has been exposed with – far more athletic centers. Um, yeah. And it's just like, like the Clippers are a really scary team. The Jazz have Rudy Gobert. Like I have some real concerns also, about quick, Denver's yeah. capabilities of making a, a deep run in the playoffs. I, 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 I don't agree with that hundred percent. I do. I do actually think that I think the Jazz, uh, I think the, the Nuggets can do a strong run. They're, they're a very good team and they've got a lot of pieces, um, but also the Jazz won today. Uh, because I just read that because they won, the Lakers are now out of contention. <laughs> Officially? So, it's official. Oh, man. I can't believe they gave up. <laughs> they just um, That actually – so, Chad, who are your Western Conference teams? Uh, I don't I, – honestly, dude, I – you know, like – I mean, I guess Portland. We talked about them already. Yeah, Portland Oklahoma season. City has not been playing well either. I, like, they – since Paul George came back from injury, he's been he's been just okay. Like he's clearly not fully healthy. Yeah, um, he's not. I mean, Russ has been Russ has been off the off the rails lately, man. Like, look, what happened in Utah was terrible. But like, what the fuck was that with Clay the other day? Like, what is that? What is your deal? Like, what do you expect to get out of that? Just like you're not happy with a call, so you fucking go shoulder first into the a player who you feel fouled you. Like, 
this is the type of shit where people get frustrated with that shit. Like it's, yeah. it's one thing to like be competitive and like have that competitive drive because MJ had that, but like, like control yourself, bro. Like be a fucking adult, like do your fucking job. Like if you're upset, make them pay for it when you get the ball back or on defense, right. get a steal, like change the momentum. But like, it, it's crazy to me that like, these type of antics, this is the type of shit that drove KD away. It's just like, f- grow the fuck up, man. Don't do this shit. I know. I completely agree. You're a grown-ass man. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I'm not – the Western Conference, it could be literally anybody. I'm not sold on anybody else that, that doesn't play in Houston or Golden State, in, in all honesty. Um, the Nuggets are good. I like the Nuggets. I do not think they'll lose in the first round. I, I just don't. Here's a better um, question. Um, like we kind of more or less know what the matchups are going to be right now based on the teams that are currently slotted in the top eight spots. Are there any first round matchups that you wish were going to happen? Like give me one in the East, one in the West. Like if you could pair two teams, obviously not like, Oh, let's see books Raptors in the first round. Like, like realistic potential matchups, one in the East, one in the West. Hmm. I think one that would be fun. Go ahead. Oh, okay, I was gonna say I think one that would be fun would be like uh, um, the Spurs versus the Thunder. I think that would be fun. See, uh, I would love to see Thunder Utah. I want to see that series again. That would be fun. Yeah, I want to see that series. Look at it right now. It's uh, I don't know. It's a little. And I would love to see Brooklyn is Boston. So crazy. So it's like who knows? Brooklyn. This is Brooklyn Boston would be my Eastern Conference. Oh, like, that, I would love to see yeah, that. Yeah, same. Because they same. both they're both teams with like got like guys that are like six eight and can switch a lot and like yeah. they have good point guard play and like you know some rim protection by like a, 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 a undersized center. Like their 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 rosters are not necessarily in level of talent, but like there's some there's some carryover in the types of players that they have. Like that to me would be a really fun series. This is sort of a cop out because it is an actual first round matchup, but like it's one that I'm very I I am th- I am pumped for Warriors Clippers first round. Oh yeah, yeah for I sure. The Clippers sure. are I'm young, hoping. hungry, and going to give them everything they can handle. But here's here's my here's my thing though. Like I talked about Denver earlier. Like let's just say that San Antonio slips and they end up getting the A spot, and the Clippers jump in the seven to play the, the Nuggets. Like. I think that the Clippers could beat the Nuggets in the first round. I genuinely feel that way because the Clippers are so fucking. That's what I'm saying about the about the West. The West is sort of a it's wild. It's a crapshoot. Like really, I mean, again, like I think it's. I mean, you give me two teams. It's the Rockets or the Warriors. But like, there is there is not a ton of difference between those other six teams. There's just not. There's not a ton of variance. And like. Every team, every single one of those teams could beat each other. On a, on a, and honestly, like the Warriors and the Rockets, unlike previous years, are not infallible. Like the no. teams could, I, I yeah. like teams could beat them this year. I mean, is awesome. it uh, is it likely? No, but the chances as high as it's ever been. Yeah, I mean the the Warriors are kind of coasting right now. They're just also, they're gonna get right. I mean that's the one thing everybody always forgets every year. They're like the Warriors look vulnerable. Yeah, fucking do they? It's a fucking regular season. You know what? Right. A yeah. few years ago they won seventy three games and their guys were gassed in the playoffs. So this year they're like, who gives a fuck? We have a better roster than everybody else. Yeah. Also, shout out my man Andrew Bogut. <laughs> that was such a they weird picked, signing. Picked, I like it. 
Guys, guys familiar with the system, already got chemistry built in. He's clearly looks like he's still in shape. He's yeah. not going to play. Like he's not going to play in the playoffs. Playoff time, probably. Yeah, well, I mean, right no, you're, you're not. You're not asking him. You don't. You, you bring that guy in now so that you can give Boogie and like Kavon Looney some rest. Like that, yeah. you bringing in. You're bringing him in the same way that the Rockets brought in Joe Johnson last year. So it's just like give right. these guys a rest. You're also you also bring him in as a as a guy who like God forbid something happens, like we have you. Yeah. If need. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, I also, mean, he's fucking, also the guy at this point in his career where, like, let's hope we don't have to go there. Like, let's hope that doesn't No, well, yeah, absolutely not. But, like, the thing is, is, like, I mean, the last thing you need is for Boogie to get re-injured or something like that to happen, and then you're left stuck with, what, like, fucking Kevin Looney? No, fuck that. Um, like, bring in, you know, it's a, it's a guy who – he's a good for the locker room. Everybody knows him there. Everybody likes him there. He won there. Fuck, I don't know. Bring back Anderson Verge while you're at it. <laughs> Yo, no. That's where I draw the line. I mean, I um, could, well, I don't know. I I kind of miss that, bro. Yeah. Um, I, couple, I'm a sucker for curls. A couple more questions related to the playoffs, and then we'll move on to some other topics here. Wait, really um, though, I just realized, and this one is possible, if the Pacers and the uh, Sixers switch and then everything else stays. That ain't happening. First round ma- matchup, I mean, they're only a game behind. But it would be a, a first-round matchup of one, which would be a lot of fun, the Sixers versus the Celtics. That'd be a wonderful matchup in the first round. But the other thing that I think would be even more fun would be the third versus the sixth, Pacers versus Pistons. I mean, be, that, that, uh, yo. that would be the most Midwestern fucking series. <laughs> and I know they're both from the Midwest, but also both those teams have a real Midwestern feel about them. I don't know. I think Milwaukee's got more of a Midwestern feel, but uh, maybe not. No. no. I don't know. No, dude, no way. No, definitely not. Yeah, the right. Detroit, Indianapolis, the- man, that's as fucking Midwest as it gets. I, I don't it. even know, like, have you ever been to Indianapolis? No, I've heard I have. nothing about it. Mostly it's, just like eh. I don't, I don't particularly care for it. I, I go yeah. to a concert there every so often, or like I've gone for the Big Ten championship and that kind of thing. <laughs> Dude, Indianapolis is a city that does not really know what it wants to be. Like, is it's like, do we want to be a city? Do we want to be like have a small town feel? Like, there's no, I don't, I like, I can't even begin to describe it unless you have been there. Indianapolis sucks. I mean, yeah. shout out. There it is. Love you to death, but Indianapolis. <laughs> there it is. Um, so here's another question related to the playoffs. Looking at the current roster and and how they're currently constructed, is there a rookie or uh, let's say second or third year player that you think is going to have a huge impact in the playoffs, a la Terry Rozier last season? Like, is there somebody that you're pinpointing on one of these rosters? Mine personally, mine is what do you got, Nikki? I was gonna say the only one I can like write off like looking at him that I'm like, I think he would help Shay Gilgis Alexander. I always See, say his his uh first last name incorrectly, but my my guy's also on the Clippers, but my guy's actually Landry Shamit. Since being traded from the Sixers, he has been on an absolute tear. He can shoot the lights out of the ball, and he's a good ball handler, and he's been great. Like He's basically been like their starting two since he got traded, and he has been so, so good, like better than like than – SGA like just they're they're both they're both impactful but I really feel like like Landry Shaman is the type of guy who can get hot in a game and like win it for you like literally can do that because he can shoot the ball so effectively 
Yeah, I mean, I would have said Shea Gilders Alexander. Um, that was going to be mine, but I, I kind of I, I want to give me a moment. Let me think about this a little bit. <laughs> I also would like to point out, technically, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons doesn't count. You know, he's an all-star. I, I, said, I said a la Terry Rozier, a guy where you're like, what? I can't believe he just did that. Um, another one that's like not like, like a, you know what? I've got one. I've got one and I fucking hate him because he played at Iowa State. Monte Morris. In good pick. I love that pick. <laughs> that's a good pick. Yeah. I love that Fuck pick. That guy. Also, the year before, the, the year before last year or two years ago or whenever the fuck, I don't remember, whenever he graduated. He, uh, George Niang, who played at Iowa State, blew a kiss to Iowa because he beat them all four years that he played us. Uh, and the next year, Monte Morris was like, I got something even more special planned. Did you, Monte? Because we beat you by 12 fucking points. So shove it up your ass. I hope you have a good playoff series. I was really hoping that went the other way around. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, Monte Morris. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other rookies or like young, like, like the other guy who's like an unsuspecting player like fred van fleet is somebody that i think like if given the opportunity he just recently came back from injury and has like had a couple really he's like averaging like 16 points a game i think he even dropped like a 25 point game like that's a guy who let's just say kyle lowry's having like a bad playoff run like fred van fleet could take yeah and he's been he's been in a mood recently Um, he he harrison barnes them last year though uh yes he was a, terrible he missed, he missed so many wide open corners so threes. so so bad so yeah. terrible um i also on the same exact team i mean siakam is definitely a oh, oh good call good call right. pascal siakam yeah. is is another yes oj's like he's not gonna like carry your team though man no he's not a team carrier but like pascal is like they could literally they could literally lean on him for a game and just like ride him to a win. They yeah, absolutely. I was, I was watching a little bit of the Raptors Thunder game before we started, and like he, he's that guy can play. I would also say too, like the front court for the Spurs, like Bryn Forbes and, and fucking um um what's homeboy? Bryn name? Forbes is another one I was gonna mention. Why all the good players are clearly in the West? Dude, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like there's a couple, but like uh, uh Bryn Forbes and um Jesus Christ, what's their fucking point guard's name? Um, Derek White. Derek White is the oh, other yes. one. Like, I, was like, say, I was thinking Deontay Murray, but I yeah, yeah but yeah, he's been out all season. All like that's what's right. even that's what's even crazier about this recent Spurs run. Like Deontay Murray was all defense last year and like went down before the season even started. And they lost their starting point guard before the season started. And like, yes, they've had a rocky season, but good lord, have they had a good run recently? I know like, we, we talked about guys, on this man. very podcast how how devastating that injury was. It was, was. huge. Yeah. Now they're just it's just it's just a testament to the Spurs, man. Like, yo, fucking hats off to Pop, dude. 22 straight season making it into the playoffs. Did you see that it's thing where stupid. it said the last time – it was 94 was the last time that the Spurs had a losing 90, 96. 96. That's it's crazy. I'm sorry. And it, they – I forgot. I don't know. I'm not going to be able to find it, but I, it was like a picture of like things. Oh, I, I got it. Give me one second. In 96. I but dude, they're they're going to finish with another 50-game like, win, winning season. Yeah, like, probably. They're gonna finish with another fifty-one season. It's fucking Allen, Allen Iverson won Rookie of the Year. Space yep. Jam, Cancer Cinemas, uh, Biggie Smalls, Life After Death Goes Diamond. Uh, Bill Clinton was the president. Tiger Woods won his first Masters. Uh, the hit film Liar Liar, starring Jim Carrey, <laughs> in theaters, and as Nikki pointed out, uh, King of the Hill did indeed yeah. debut. Which King of the Hill? Super underrated show. 
fucking love that show. I love Mike Judge. He's the best. Never got into so it. good. I, I agree. Um, if you want to ever look at what life was like growing up in my hometown, watch King of the Hill. <laughs> oh man, that's because um, I've seen almost every episode of King of the Hill. So I know. I now I know your childhood perfectly. I'm so there you happy. Go. And yeah. also, not not to be rude, Hill Hall, you could have been Bobby. It's okay. <laughs> In like fifth and sixth grade, I was a little fat kid. Oh, and I, I, lost, I lost all the weight. But, was. Yeah. Uh, uh, but hey. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not, not, sorry, sorry. not first three years kind of guy, but also was watching him in the game. I, I hope that Jeremy Lin is impactful in the playoffs for the fucking Raptors, if need be. Yeah, I love I love Jeremy Lin. I love um, Jeremy Lin. You I shut your him. mouth, Jay. I love hey, I love Jeremy Lin too. I just don't think he's gonna have the impact that you guys are hoping for. Um, so here's a question. Um, we talked about March Madness a little bit. It's coming. Um, there are a lot of NBA prospects. It's, it's coming. Cameron, what? It's coming. Oh, oh, it's like it's on its way. So I'm sorry, I I misunderstood. <laughs> Correct. Uh, yes. Try to remember that we were talking about adolescent boys playing basketball. So we're gonna. <laughs> But in any case, wait, 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 wait. Uh, they're all at least 18. That's fair. Uh, yeah. Young men. Um, that being said, not necessarily. Some of them might be 17. That's not, that's not that's a hero there. No, yeah. uh, there are I a digress. lot of NBA prospects in the tournament. And uh, as such, there are many NBA teams that are vying for the skills uh, and the opportunity to take one of these young gentlemen in the draft coming this summer. Um, so I have to ask you guys, of the teams that are obviously tanking right now, who do you think is going to end up like grabbing one of those top five slots when come draft time? Who's doing a Who's doing the best job of tanking that didn't start the season off tanking? I, I don't know these teams that are tanking like just keep randomly winning. <laughs> this like, is the crazy part. The Bulls The Bulls have won two in a row. Like they won again tonight. The Suns like knocked off like the Bucks and like I, the Warriors. Yeah, they beat the Warriors. It's, it's outrageous. I, I don't understand it. Meanwhile, the Knicks continue to suck. Great for them, man. I really do. I, 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 I want to see them get somebody. Like, it'll be cool to see them get Zion. The, the Bulls are making me angry. Atlanta's starting to lose again. Dallas is really trying not to lose that first, that, their first-round pick this year. Like, they are yeah. really not trying to give that to yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. But right yeah. now, like, if they finish where they are, they're going to finish just short, and Atlanta's going to have a top five and like right immediately after that pick, like Dallas is literally yeah, they'll have, they'll have five and uh, like, like right now, if, they, if it was just as set, yeah, five and It'd six, five and six, right? Yeah, fucking insane. Like, dude, if you got five and six, like you got to trade up in the draft, like you got to get no, if you if you get five and six, you draft Ricky Rubio and Johnny Flynn. <laughs> um, dude, so, Johnny Flynn, I will say this had he not gotten hurt, he would have had a good NBA career. Uh, I watched him play, um, twice actually in a real live NBA game. And he was he was good, dude. He just like his leg, man. His leg was done, and he couldn't fucking play anymore. That's fair. That's fair. He had some injuries. I was reading an article yesterday about Dewan Wagner too. It's just like his story is so sad. Oh, dude, so terrible. Like he Dewan was incredible. Wagner. He was incredible he was in college. Key, his rookie season, he was really really good. He had a lot of family trouble. A lot of family trouble. Yeah. Like brother died. Like, like sister had problems, parents had problems, and then he ended up having an intestinal issue, and that basically ended his career. When I go home, so I'll bad. have to see if I can find these things. Um, but, like, I have, like, I used to, when I was in, like, junior high, I used to get uh, Slam, 
all the time. And I remember like one of my favorite ones was the one with uh, Dewan Wagner on the cover. Yes. And I was like, like this dude is, this dude is tight, man. Like I loved him. He had the cornrows, the headband, like fucking, it was a time of, it was the two, it was like 2003. So the Jersey was four sizes too big. Dude, that was tight. <laughs> he was tight, dude. I, I was a huge Dewan Wagner guy. That is one of, that is one of my biggest, like what ifs of all time. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess with the teams that are currently slated, like the, the teams that are clearly, clearly shooting for that number one pick, is there anybody that you think could like surpass Atlanta, Chicago, Cleveland, Phoenix, or New York? Uh, Memphis, maybe. Memphis, they're bad. Kid, they're like really it. bad. Yeah, they're six and four in their last ten, though. Like yeah. they're not really losing. No, I know, but I'm saying like if there's anybody that it's, it's, it's going to do it, I'm sorry. I keep my, my building keeps calling me. I keep looking at my phone because my building keeps calling <laughs> me, but I'm just not going to answer. You're good. Um, so I, I think like Memphis probably, um, like Memphis has a chance. Honestly, as bad as they've been playing recently, and it makes me sad that they've been playing so poorly, but like Sacramento has got a good chance to sneak their way into the top five. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to give up, though. I think they're still actively trying to get that. I don't think so either, it's over. It, it's over, but like yeah. it was a hell of a I season. really wanted them to make it. So did I. I really wanted that. But it would be a lot of fun if the Pelicans just magically ended up with the number one. I mean, they're I, not playing well. The other team, too, that like, and I know you guys really possible, but it's possible. I mean, they're not that far out. I mean, they're, they're currently in ninth. Seven, I'm trying to think like who is just so eight. far the Wizards. Holy shit, the Wizards. Yeah. The Wizards are fucking. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which is like the Wizards, it's crazy. Despite the fact that Bradley Beal is playing out of his mind, well, they're still finding a way to lose. Which, like, kudos to you guys for like still making the games exciting. Like Jabari Parker went for 28 tonight and they lost to the Bulls. Like, come on, Bulls. Get your shit together, man. Speaking of these teams. Jabari Parker, Otto Porter looks like a a contributor. I I'm I told you. I know. I told you. I know. He's a good player. Just like that you Washington know, situation is not a good player, Brandon Ingram. <laughs> I don't I still don't believe that. But, uh, I just I refuse he got those refuse uh, to believe it. Surgery went well. Surgery went well. Also, I know you guys talked about this last week, but I just have to chime in since I was out two weeks in a row. Um the conversation of GOAT is over. It's done. I never want to hear another conversation about LeBron James being the greatest player of all time because Le- Michael would never have done this. Like, just wouldn't. Just wouldn't have done it. Michael would not have just, like, <coughs> given up on a team no, 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 and no, said, no. I'll wait till no. next year. I'm going to go ahead and say this right here, right now. One, they were in fourth place until he got injured. It is not LeBron's fault. That is it's fucking not, bullshit. It's not, it's, yeah, but that's not the thing. That's not the and his off-on numbers, he's plus 22 when he's on, and he's a minus 18 when he's not. Here's, here's, here's my thing. I, th- here's my thing. My thing is, is that he has clearly given up on this team. He has given up on this roster. He has sat games out. He's taking games off. And you know that he's in the front office saying, Lonzo's out for the season. And Brandon goes out through the season. He's getting a surgery now. Lonzo, he's done. We're like the season's over. Let's try again next year. Like that is the conversation. It's happening. Couple things. Uh, one, when you said here's my thing, I thought you were going to show us your penis. <laughs> two, um, well, maybe when we two. hit hundred episodes. <laughs> <laughs> two, 
Two, yeah, dude, it's only like 15 episodes away, bro. Um, Summertime, summertime, baby. Two. It's going to hit right right at the finals. It's going to be like, all right, the NBA finals <laughs> are over. And here's the day. Here's my man. wiener. Uh, I'm, out on Le- I'm out on LeBron. It's okay. I'm, I'm out. Done. I never want to talk about that again. I, I, I go... I do this thing where I go like back and forth on him. Like, you know, like I defend him and I'm like, blah, 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 LeBron, yeah, LeBron. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> like that. What was that? I don't, I don't know. It's, it's 1020, you know, I'm, I'm tired. Um, but anyway, I digress. I forgot. Um, I mean, I yeah. I, 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 I just like, I, I, I really I, like, I hate, I like, I hate LeBron, and then other times I'm like, well, I got to defend him because he's good. He's a good basketball player. He's a talented basketball player. And, like, I talked about it last week with Jay – or Nikki, sorry. Um, but um, we – like, I I defended him on that episode, I, I don't know, a month or so ago, like maybe longer. And now I'm back. Like, dude, he sucks. Or not sucks, but, like, he just – like, he sucks as a teammate. He yes. sucks as a, as a person. Like, like, it's crazy because, like, he's – like, it's it's – it's been documented that he is an amazing teammate when he wants to be yeah. an amazing teammate. I also just he... like, stop posting your fucking dumbass Instagram dude. like, stop, stop dancing. Stop wearing your dumbass do rag. Stop fucking drinking wine and saying, sheesh, just fucking stop, dude. I cannot, those dumbass dancing videos where he's like, mm, mm. And he's like making those face. I'm like, dude, you like look like a fucking man. idiot. You are a 35 year old father of four kids, and a you have a hundred million dollars in the bank. Stop acting like a fucking chotch. Dude. Here's like, here's my here's my hot take. And like the thing is, I you know what? Here's the other thing. I said this last week too. If if you're winning, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. But like your team has like lost like six of their last seven, and you're fucking posting these dumb. Ins- like just stop, stop. No, Go I up. agree. I agree. Here's my hot take. In in my hierarchy of NBA players, LeBron is below. Like after after the way that this season has unfolded and what appears to be the rest of his career, LeBron is now solidly behind Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. And I think no, no, like, way. oh no, yes, Michael no Jordan's way. the only one he hasn't passed. Only only one. Jordan's the only one. Mm-mm. No way. Mm-mm. I disagree. Dude, yeah. Magic Magic Johnson won championships against better teams with less talent on that team. The best player on his team was James Worthy. Like Magic Johnson was better than LeBron James. Also won a title with Kareem, and I realized it was the end of his like career. Like forty-year-old Kareem, bro. Like yeah, Kareem was still like averaging like playing ten. We're talking about thirty-seven-year-old Kareem. Like this is not Kareem number one overall. Still, still putting up big-time numbers, and James Worthy's a fucking Hall of Famer. Like let's not act like it was. Yeah, yeah but James Worthy was never like a top fifteen player in the NBA. Like he also yes, played he with like uh, with what's the, what the like he played with Doc Rivers, who was like a uh, scored a shitload of points. Like Doc dude, Rivers didn't play in LA. They did. No, that was Byron Scott. Byron Scott. That, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, Byron bad, Scott, my bad. My bad. Byron Scott had, was good in L.A. when he was in L.A. and never played well anywhere else in the rest of his career. You know why he was good in L.A.? Because he played with Magic Johnson. LeBron James right, is a level be, above Carl Malone. With a That's bunch my of hot players that have played with LeBron. LeBron James is slightly better than Carl Malone as far as, like, the history of his career. That's my hot take. Does it? That's a hot take, it? and it's also a wrong it? one. I'm done. I'm done with LeBron. I, you know what? I've given I, up I respect, on him. I respect your opinion. I, I just I've given up on him. I just can't. Larry Larry Bird also played with multiple Hall of Famers. Yeah, that's fair. Larry Bird is was fortunate to have the the players that he had with him. Um, it's it's also just like hysterical. Like in that in that day and age, like the Celtics would be like, we draft uh, Kevin McHale. 
Okay. Well, he's still in college. Yeah, it's fine. We'll just take him when he comes out. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, it's isn't crazy. that wild to think about? Yeah. It's but like honestly, like they should probably go back to that. Like, if they're gonna do the whole like high school thing, like cool, we keep your rights. You play in the G League. Just like baseball. I like that. I think that's fine. Get to get like a baseball. paycheck. I'm with that. I'm, I'm behind that 110%. Why not? Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna invest the money in it, you can like cool. We're gonna relegate you to the G League. You're gonna be the best player in the G League, and when you're ready, we'll bring you up. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I like that. And you can do like the, the time. Problem is, is is as it currently stands, the G League I think is not not yet. It, it's 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 in some ways detrimental to a player's growth because because the level of talent there is not up to par that's where you go because yeah. like that's like your that's where you fish when you like need an extra guy if you were to change that into like a true minor league system where it's like we draft guys and we put them down there and then they work their way up to the nba now that becomes a credible league yeah they do that in in major league baseball and they do that in soccer and soccer same shit the, like we're gonna love oh you to this other team. but that's just what they do like minor league baseball talk. Let's not talk about soccer. I'm just, I'm just saying. Basketball minor league baseball on the next soccer thing. Right, it's fucking really Adam Silver's already talking about it. Let's do mini tournaments. Like we're gonna do the the Premier League and the Champions League. We're gonna do the NBA Championship, or we're gonna do like the mid season Championship. He's already talking about it as an alternative to the All Star Game. Yeah, like it's already it's a conversation that's already happening. Yeah, this no, is a 12 month a year sport. People want to see this shit, and because of that, like because there's so much attention on these high school players, like. If Zion Williamson was not playing at Duke, but he was instead playing for the fucking Santa Fe Lobsters or whatever, how about the Lakeland, the Lakeland Magic? Sure, let's go with that. Let's go with that. The Austin Spurs. Sure. Like he, it doesn't fucking matter who he's playing for. The, the The point is, is like if you added R.J. Barrett and Cam Reddish and Zion Williamson and all these kids who are like top ten prospects in the NBA, took them away from college. College would still be entertaining. This is the thing that people like fail to acknowledge. Yeah, I still watch exactly. I don't, need, I don't like, need those guys around. It doesn't matter. It. You don't watch college basketball for the college basketball players. You watch it for like, oh, they're trying so hard and like they have so much pride for their school. Like, is that Literally, shit? I was watching. I was watching the two games yesterday for the first four. I know there's two games tonight as well. Uh, I was watching both of them yesterday. That was the most effort for the least <laughs> amount of like. Like pushing those games last night were bad. Those games last night were bad. I I, I knew that I I I expected Belmont to win, and I also picked Belmont to upset Maryland in the first round. And uh, about eight minutes into that, about eight minutes into that game, I went back to my bracket. (laughs) Yeah, legitimately, I was watching both of those games. The first game started, and I think there was eight turnovers within the first two minutes, and I was just like, at this point, why don't just both of you guys give up? You're the 16th seed. You're clearly not pulling an upset at all. It was. Who do you guys have in the final four, and who do you have winning it? I have Duke, Carolina, Michigan, and Tennessee, and I have Duke over Carolina in the championship game. I have Carolina over Duke in the championship game. I have Carolina over Duke in my other bracket. (laughs) You pussy, go ahead, dude. Oh, by the way, send me the fucking invite. I did. Dude, oh, some did? people didn't. Some people didn't get them, so oh, I'll send you. I'll a take one. a look. That's fine. I'll do. I'll um, do it tonight. Also, check your promotions tab if you're using Gmail. Good call. I have Tennessee, Carolina, Gonzaga, Duke, Duke, and NC in the championship, and I, I literally changed North Carolina today because I was all in Duke, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going with North Carolina. I just feel good about it. I got. Uh, I got Gonzaga out in the second round. Wow, Nikki, do you have a bracket? Uh, I have uh, Gonzaga, North Carolina, Duke, and Michigan, and I got Duke beating North Carolina. Interesting. 
I also, I'm not very, I'm, I'm never good at these when it comes to like choosing the fucking brackets. I mean, no, nobody is. They've already done the fucking like. Math. I did, I did great last year. Um, I finished. I, I had three brackets. I finished second, second, and first in the the three uh, pools that I was in. Uh, and I, I like I watch a lot of college basketball, and I, I feel like I usually do pretty well. I usually finish like top five in these things. This year, though, I don't have a fucking clue i I looked at my bracket and i was like dude i watched so much college basketball this year but there are no teams in my opinion that are just clear cut better yeah i also also think like watching too much of it is like almost detrimental to picking your bracket though because you're like oh this team's a two seed but you're like remember that one game in january when they played fucking jerk off state and they got beat by 12 it's like oh shit what is a jerk off state's mascot Do you really it's want to uh, a giant fist. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, okay, last. Well, question. you know, it's like the you know last question before you know, we wrap up cool tonight. Fist and it's his buddy, uh, uh, Louis Lube and uh, Handy the Hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. Uh, last question before we wrap up tonight. Uh, I'm sure you both saw the tribute video that the Celtics played for Isaiah Thomas the other night when he came back home. Uh, or well, I've got some strong opinions on what we're about to talk about. So go ahead, continue. God. Okay, okay. Um, and he was interviewed after the game and, and, you know, just kind of asked about the experience and the video, what it was like to play in Boston. Um, and Isaiah Thomas was quoted as saying, um, if they wouldn't have traded, if they wouldn't have traded me, we would have already won a championship by now. Um, so I wanted to know your thoughts. You think- Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, dude. You play like – you fucking got in the game the other night for like eight minutes and you went like 0 for 7 with two fucking turnovers. Shut the fuck up. Like, I'm sorry. You Your hip injury ruined your career. That's it. Your career is over. You suck now. Your athleticism is gone. You're too small to defend anybody. You can't get to the basket like you used to, and you can't fucking shoot anymore. The hip injury happened while you were in Boston. I don't give a fuck. Your career is over. You fucking suck now by NBA player standards. And there, you're just – no, dude, no. You're not winning – like, you're not winning a championship. Yeah, yeah, but Ted, but Ted, but Ted, but Ted. What if he was seven for three? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> If Isaiah was, if Isaiah Thomas had his same skill set as now, and he was seven foot three, he'd be the greatest NBA player of all time. No question, hands down. Not even close. Not Which is I, why, if I was seven foot three, in the league, he's cut off. I'm gonna mute. No, you I'm shouldn't have brought him back up. I'm gonna mute him. I'm gonna mute him. Uh, Nikki, what were your thoughts on uh, it statements? One, yeah, no, that's 100% false. Uh, I love the con- hey, you know what? Irrational confidence guy, right there, baby. He's crushing he it. Is now. Uh, he is but now. also, I would like to point out oh, he always, dude, Isaiah always been an irrational confidence guy. He just, of, he he just couldn't make out. all the baskets. I mean, yeah. top uh, five in MVP voting doesn't make you an irrational confidence guy. You're an irrational No, but he is the now. kind of guy who would just like he would chuck that. Like, I, 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 would, I would agree with Nikki on yeah. that. But anyway, no, sorry, Nikki. Guy, I also was going to say, uh, so he so was taking picture with somebody and someone's like, we missed you ever since you left. And he said, I'm coming back. I just got to point out, Isaiah Thomas is being way too fucking nice to the Boston Celtics. I don't give a shit. Like, he's not being nice to the Celtics. He's being nice to the Celtics fans because the Celtics fans showed him love. Yeah, but like, <clears throat> he was like, we would have won had they not traded me. Like, I, I, like, no, you just fuck the Celtics. Move on. Like, he... I wish he was he would have crushed it on whatever team he was going to be on. Obviously, that didn't happen. I always love when the short guy plays well, but you know shit happens. But like, 
fuck the Celtics. Ooh, okay. Who cares a shit about that? I know I said last question, but this is the for real last question, and we'll we'll end it for today because it's been a longer episode. Top five all-time NBA players under 5'10". Go. Well, there's only like six of them. That's not true. There's been plenty. Spud Webb. One. Mm -hmm. Muggsy Bogues. Two. Uh, the, hold on, hold on, real quick. I, it's probably not true, but the story about how Muggsy Bogues lost his ability to shoot when Jordan was guarding him and said, "Shoot it, you fucking midget," <laughs> is a story I will never. I'll choose to believe that for the rest of my life. I, there could be a video that comes out that shows him that clearly not saying anything, and I will believe that forever. I can't. You know, I can't. That sounds that. very Jordan esque. It's very Jordan esque. Mm. Um, uh, Earl Boinkins. Boom. Oh, Nate, Nate Robinson. Boom. Oh, Boykins. Nate Robinson. But I think I, I, I think Isaiah Thomas is better than Nate Robinson. Speedy Claxton under five foot ten. I don't think he so. was a little guy. He was probably with Allen Iverson, right? No, dude. They claimed he was six foot. <laughs> that, that motherfucker wasn't. He was not six. Five six. Dude, like, you look at that, how short he is. Look at Allen Iverson standing next to other <laughs> NBA players, and that or dude next looks to Isaiah high. Thomas. Which brings me to my next point. If Isaiah Thomas and these guys under under five foot ten can succeed in the NBA at that height, then if I was seven foot three, it's happening again. <laughs> it's happening again. He's doing. I'm gonna thing. I'm gonna think about this for a long. I'm gonna ask everybody I know this question. <clears throat> it's a pretty good question. It's I a good question. I was like, that's a I, good. I just want to be clear here. The question is, if I was seven foot three, do you think I could have made the NBA? Is that the question? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. The question is, I'm going to ask them about themselves. Wow, unbelievable. And then, and then when they when they tell me their answer, I'm going to be like, dude, I totally could be in the league. In all honesty, if nothing else, it's really just a psychology question because we ask and we see how confident you are in yourself. This is so. Like, because I can't wait till we I ask someone that question and then they go, oh, I fucking be like an all star. If like, you want to see those people out there, if you want to see what my NBA career would look like. Google Shaq highlights 1999 to 2000. <laughs> That's it. This episode is over. The level of of hubris and fucking irrational confidence, pure is arrogance, too is too high. The the confidence is too damn high. I can't take it anymore, guys. Let's plug and let's wrap this shit up. We've been talking for so long. Follow me on Twitter at Tad Hall underscore. You could be there from the beginning when I hit my growth spurt. <laughs> And I end up in the league. <laughs> follow the journey. Uh, Nikki, what you got, boss? Uh, follow me at Nikki Palooza on all social media. Awesome. And you can follow me at J underscore Kilas on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow NBA at NBA Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Don't forget to give the podcast a five-star rating and review. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. This is how other people find the podcast and the, and the lovely jokes and, and humorous shit that we say, except for that thing that Ted said about Magic Johnson. But other than that, everything else is amazing. That was funny. You guys uh, both laughed. You both laughed. It's just, it's not, that's neither here nor there. Also, wait. Um, hold on. I have one last question. Uh, you guys ever watch the Eric Andre show? Yes. Yes. There's an episode with, um, oh my God, I can't, uh, Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. Uh, from The Wire. Mm. Yes. Yeah, uh, I know anyway, anyway, um, um, Hannibal Burris asks, is, is crabs more embarrassing than AIDS? <laughs> and then he says, 
for the moment, maybe. I'm sorry. I just thought of that as like, that's, that's fun. Spin. That's a good spin. Well, listeners, um, I mean, this is what you get when you listen to NBA, the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit. Mostly we just talk a lot of, we just talk a lot of shit. Just so much shit. Playoffs are coming. We're pumped. March Madness is here. Lock it in. Tad's a pussy. He doesn't commit to one winner. He does. He splits his brackets and does two. Let's see. Last year, my I was so confident. Um, all my brackets and all my pools were the same. <laughs> this year, I'm like, I don't have a fucking clue. So I'm like, hell, Yale in the Elite Eight. Why the fuck not? Correct. And also, Nikki's just watching for the commercials. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, for Tad, for Nikki, for Jay, this has been NBA. We're out.